Hello, everyone. Thank you for taking the time to tune in today to the DC Metro podcast, where we ask three questions. We cover three things. People, places, that happen to cover three reasons. My name is Lisa Crisola. So I'm so excited today. We have an awesome guest here who's going to really help you all the awesome things because of body gifts for shopping, going on to weddings, as well as for the holidays coming up. And most importantly, uh, there's an upcoming day uh, in the neighborhood. So I'm excited to share all this awesome we have Tom here, uh, here. So okay, let me tell you a little bit about Urban Well. It's an independent, veteran-owned boutique gift shop featuring gifted, curated merchandise, following the latest trends in home decor, women's and men's accessories, books and stationery, kitchen items, gaming gifts, and more. Merchandise fans and sectors in a variety of price range, offering unique, hard-to-find, interesting gifts designed by both local and worldwide artists and designers. If you need to get for anyone, any age, for any occasion, we have you covered, and Urban Wealth is owned by Tom McCann and opened the stores in 2015 in the DC neighborhood of Anna, Florida. Urban Wealth is in its sixth year of business. Congratulations! And offers unique and fun gifts, following the latest trends in home decor and for women's men's accessory, baby gift books, and case very much more. After 22 years of active service, Tom retired from the U.S. Air Force in 2014 as intelligence officer, like a lieutenant colonel. He resides in McLean, Virginia, with his wife and two daughters, Keegan and and social media, you can, and Instagram, you can follow Urban Dwell, which I encourage you to do. They're always posting something that will make you smile and give you gift ideas. And their website is Urban Dwell DC. So definitely follow them on Instagram. Also, most importantly, they've been uh, Washington City Paper's best home and good store for 2016, 17, 19, and 20, and the best place to find a gift in DC. Not a it is the best place to find a gift. How are you doing today, Tom? I'm doing great. Thanks for having me on. Oh, that's awesome, awesome. So now, Tom, we have a favorite question we'd like to ask, and, and, and some people have various answers to this question. Are you a DC newbie or native in your mind at this point? I would say I'm both. Yeah, I was born in New York, but I joined the Air Force directly after college and spent you know, 22 years in the Air Force, like you had said, but three of my tours for a total of almost 11 years of my 22 years have been in DC. And then in my last assignment uh, was in DC and we stayed. So I've been in DC uh, almost 12 years um, this time. And uh, I'd like to call it our home. Oh, I see. And what is one hidden gym that you personally go to for food or fun as Morgan, besides your own office tour for food or fun? Yeah, there's so many places to choose from, but I got to say, because I've been going since 1993, is a place called Trist. It's a little coffee shop. They've got drinks and food, but it's got a really funky interior. All the tables are different. They got these old school couches that you may find in your grandmother's house or some old table that you find in a bookstore. Coffee is amazing. It's kind of, I used to take dates there and, and now I go business meetings with my employees to sit up, have a cup of coffee and talk. So it's a, it's a great place called yeah. Trist, and it's right. And who doesn't like great coffee and, and interesting uh, decor? <laughs> so, Tom, you live and work and play in D.C. metro area, and particularly your store is located in Adams Morgan's neighborhood. Can you describe that neighborhood and its relationship to the other, you know, typical stuff people visit D.C. for, Smithsonian, the other monuments, et cetera? Can you give us a sense of the neighborhood and also how it's located to the other standard tourists and stuff? Sure, yeah, Adams Morgan is a typical neighborhood. D.C. is very neighborhood-centric. It's broken down into neighborhoods like Adams Morgan and D.C., D.C. downtown, the mall, and Georgetown, which most people have heard of. And we're probably 
two to three neighborhoods away from the mall where the main DC monuments are. DC is a very walkable city. So there are metros and cabs that you can get to, but I've actually walked it before as well. So you can, if you've got some, some decent health about you, you can, you can walk it easily. Adams Morgan's a really unique place. One of those kind of people seek out to see because it's, you know, they kind of describe it as vibrant and eclectic and unique. You know, it's got fantastic restaurants and nightlife, colorful storefronts, historical tree-lined residential streets. If you want to go off the main beaten path and see the the house is there. Um, there's more than 240 restaurants there and, uh, and businesses. It's got an artistic feel. It's got a Michelin restaurant now. It's got diverse cuisine, intimate local shops, and, and some of DC's liveliest night spots. As much as it's become a neighborhood and family-friendly place, it's still on the weekends has a great nightlife and people come there from all over to to hit you know the bars and restaurants there. Kind of a hub, they call it the epicenter, is is a crossroads of Columbia Road and 18th Street. It's got a very high walkability score of 96 or 97. So you know it's one of those neighborhoods that you can just walk and experience. Over 50 of the restaurants have outdoor seating, so that's kind of a, a draw. It's just a very very diverse community. And I will agree, it's walkable. I I usually when I come down when I walk across the bridge over to into Alice Morgan. It's a very nice walk, especially on a spring day where the weather's not too hot. So oh, yeah. and I, I forget what what's the nearest metro stop that you can walk from? I forget which one I got off there to walk up to. Yeah, I'd say Woodley Woodley Park is one in from one direction and then Columbia Heights from the other direction. So I know two different lines so you can hit it either way. Both of them will allow for a great walk and a great scenery so and um it hit things for more the nightlife are there one or two things you would like to mention for families that may be coming for the uh, family kind of tour, junket? What, what would you recommend for families? In yeah, so a big attraction is the zoo, um, which is is walkable. For little kids, I'd recommend a stroller to get to. But I would say if you want to make a day out of it, if you're a family, you know, go to the zoo. It's, it's a Smithsonian thing, so it's free, which is a big draw. And then you can walk on over. And there, all the restaurants are kid-friendly. I brought my kids there. And there's about four or five really awesome brand new playgrounds that are scattered throughout the neighborhood there. You can hit the zoo in the morning, come there for lunch or coffee in the afternoon, uh, let the kids play in the playground and call it a day. And then right next to our store is a place called Patango and they have homemade gelato, which my kids always want me to bring them over to the store so they can get, get a little bit of the gelato from there. And it's pretty awesome. Thank you for the gelato. I think parents will be excited. And I like, I guess, itinerary for the little ones because it's always challenging. It's hard to keep kids excited, especially oh, yeah, I've lived them. It. Yeah, my, my kids are five and seven, so I lived it, and uh, you know, it's do it's it's fun there. They, they enjoy being up there. So thank you so much for that. I'm sure the families will appreciate it. So I think you mentioned previous career in the military prior to being an entrepreneur, and thank you so much for your service to our country. What uh, you mentioned you were in the Air Force. Did you have a particular job or specialty when you were in the Air Force? Yeah, I was in the U.S. Air Force the entire time, and I was an intelligence officer. There's only so much I can say about that. Okay. Um, you, people think spy work and, and things like that, but basically, I, I was in support of special forces you know, in their efforts to hunt terrorists around the world, oh, um, fun, funding things like the things you movies you see in James Bond, all the gadgets he has. So they're, they're oh, stuff for real. Wow. Yeah, oh. it's pretty crazy stuff. So. That sounds like a cool job, but behind the scenes, a cool behind the scenes job. What would you say the coolest thing about working in the military, particularly the Air Force as a branch? I mean, I think you hinted at it. It seems like there's a lot of cool things you get. Yeah, the, the, yeah, the job to. is cool. And this, 
the two probably best are the, the travel and the people with the military to make you grow as an officer and, and even in the enlisted force too. If people know about the military, the two brand, two pieces of it, the officers and enlisted. I was an officer and to help you grow as an individual, individual and as a leader, they make you move every few years. It's hard leaving friends and family and you make friends and you get new contacts and you got to uproot every one to three years. So I've moved 11 times in my career, but that was the cool part of it, especially before you have kids, uh, it's easier. And then the people are just, you're all on the mission together. Everyone's got a sense of pride. You're doing something for your country and you're in places all over the world. You know, I tour in Afghanistan and the, and the experiences you develop with these people and the camaraderie is unmatched. Oh, that's awesome. One of the things that had me interested about the story that many times people in the military like yourself end up calling the home. And they may also be interested in starting a business like yourself. What do you think, what was your biggest takeaway from being in the Air Force that helpfully, you know, ideally supported your success as an entrepreneur making that transition? So what do you think is the biggest takeaway from the military? Yeah, that's a great question. There are, I always tell veterans not to be scared of entrepreneurship because to my surprise, there are so many skills that I probably took for granted and didn't realize I had that were completely transferable to entrepreneurship. Things like leadership and task management and money management and people management and time management and running projects and organization skills. And just to keep things in tab, it really came naturally. Uh, for all the veterans out there, you should not be scared to go and, t and jump in with both feet because you'll find yourself maybe better equipped, equipped than most to, to navigate all the all the stuff that you need to do to start a business. Yes. And I think also one of the things you did in this, I would think like systems and processes, like so you come from a, a, quite a large bureaucratic organization class for sure my, my staff appreciates that you know I've, I've got all kinds of processes in place written written documentation of how things work plans and contingency plans and it's oh, step-by-step wow. processes on how to run the register and if the lights go out or if the electricity goes out i don't i think people don't really think about that stuff call it a handoff plan so if one person has to leave and the next person comes in it's all documented and ready to go and oh, so awesome. the staff has appreciated that yeah i would appreciate that i think a lot of organizations need that type of thinking just disasters plans think about climate can you outline because there um, one thing i do feel like pc can be kind of better and friendly and maybe respect but i think there's an enormous here resource can you outline some of the resources that the dmv provides to veterans to help uh, support and launch and grow their business? Yeah, they're kind of two-pronged two answer there. The first is that most of the resources that are available by way of the DC government is originally funded by the federal government. Okay. And so there's an organization funded by the Small Business Association called SCORE, fully funded by the, the government. It's free entre entrepreneurship mentorship. So you get a mentor, somebody, a man or woman who has done something similar to you, and they link you up with that person, and they're there with you the entire step of the way. It's probably the most single most piece of information and advice I give to people is to find a SCORE mentor. You can go to www.score.org, S-C-O-R-E. And even if you were just thinking about starting a business, you just type in what you're thinking about. They'll look at their database, find out who has done something similar to what you want to do and match you up with that person. And then the process starts. If you just want to bounce ideas off that person, or in my case, we had set to do it. So we, he walked, held, pretty much held my hand through the entire process, the mentor that I had. It's all free. I had to beg him to let me buy him a cup of coffee. It was amazing. These are just successful people that have time to give back to the community and to the entrepreneur and small business. And they want to help out and see people like you and me succeed. It's really an amazing, amazing resource. And then DC has a great um, set of grants and things that have things for you know, women-owned business, veteran-owned business, minority-owned business. And so if you look through the DC government website for resources, there's all kinds of funding and 
and support available through DC and through the federal government through the Small Business Association. Many times you so very interesting. You have a lot of personality. What is your process of bringing all that awesomeness to customers? And Morgan, for me, what, what comes to mind, I think a lot about Trader Joe's is a store, a store similar to yourself, it's slightly curated. What is your process to create, get those items to kind of keep it fresh? And how, what does that look like, the behind the curtain kind of operation of all that? Yeah, there's a multiple. So there's three to anywhere at any given time, there are three to 500 different vendors. Those are companies that provide products and I've got to seek, I've got to seek them out. So there are multiple ways to do that. The easiest way is to go to trade shows. There are trade shows in New York and Atlanta and mm-hmm. Chicago, all, all over the country. So I go to these trade shows for three or four days. It's like a giant flea market. I just walk up and down oh, wow. the aisles and look at all the, and they all have their little booths and I can place orders right there at the show. So I wow. kind of keep an eye out of, of things that might fit into our urban setting, might appeal to our customers and place orders there. I do love and like to support as much as possible the local artists. So I have people that reach out to me. We have a tab on our website if, if you're an aspiring or existing artist that wants to you know sell in our store. I work it out with them and, and I try to you know, host and, and support local artists. One of our employees, two of our employees have stuff in our store. One does called DC Garden Love. She makes little air plants. And there's another one, Erin. Um, she makes, um, she's an artist. So we hang her pictures on the wall and I let them sell their stuff through me. And then any of the local artists that exist in DC or around DC, Maryland, Virginia, I've had people reach out and I've got folks that anywhere from artists to jewelry makers, to people making mugs. So I really like to support the local and, and and they have. One of my favorite ones is a guy named Reed. He runs stationary cards that are artists from the homeless. So he gets these, these, these really talented homeless people to do, his, do the art and we sell their cards and they're very successful. Um, the cards that they, they come up with, um, really good cards. And I, I just love the, the mission behind what he does. So that's another way. And then I get tons of emails from vendors um, just from experience being in the business for six years that they just they blast out we're on the email list and new <laughs> products come out so there's usually two two waves of product new product launches usually right after holidays so right in january and then right in the middle of summer where people get ready for for the holidays so that's when the big bulks of, of new products come out and i try to keep things new there's stuff that people just come to depend on and i keep them there in the store all the time we got a little inside tip with the shopping coming in the summer and come at the, after the new year to get to see all the new awesomeness. I'm not that there's not awesomeness all the time. <laughs> Extra awesome. Are there some particular local artists you want to shout, give a shout out to in the DMV who you're really, customers are really like their stuff or you're really excited they feature in the store? You want to give them a shout out? Yeah, let's see. What's her name? There's an artist that lives around the corner in Mintwood Place. Her name is Mary, and she does these amazing, amazing prints of, of DC. And she does it all by, did it all by hand, and she made copies wow. of them. But the, it's just interesting. There's one of 18th Street that's really, really long and narrow, and and there's some great ones of the monuments and, and other wow. parts. But she, she does a lot of the local flair. So there's there's you know kind of the local establishments in Adams Morgan. She mm-hmm. has you know the storefronts and things like that. And then there's Cherry Blossom Creative. She's in D.C. and she does great stationery cards and prints of all the neighborhoods in D.C. Wow. You know, if we don't carry her her print in our store, you can find it you know through CherryBlossomCreative.com. She's got great great mm-hmm. flair. It's very colorful, and it's every neighborhood you can think of in D.C. is is represented. Thank you so much for giving us a shout out. So there's a lot of cool items that one can buy. Such welcome to parenting book. Roach clips are actually like fake roaches, which I thought was very cute. Among um, this is old baby never gets old. And I love the uh, Smith Creek item because I've watched that show. It's so funny. And so much more. And it also, we discussed the famous Trump toilet paper, which has a picture on the eye. Yeah. That is hilarious. So what determines 
if an item gets in, is there a backstory or is it trying to make people laugh or is there a mix of the two? That really kind of, you know, helps bubble up an item to, to your a peripheral to get it up that one. Yeah, there's a couple of couple of things that go through my head. First, is it, is it easily accessible? So if you can get it at Target or Walmart, I'm not going to carry it because okay. people can find it there. Probably cheaper because they have more buying power and it's just not, it's not as unique. So I want to find something that maybe you're not going to find out there very easily on the web, on the web or, or in another store. That's kind of a big box. People come to expect the snarky, funny stuff. So whether it's a pair of socks, greeting cards, or sh- you know, shot glasses, or rocks glasses, it, um, the funny sayings, snarky type of stuff really does well. So I'll navigate to that. And it's got to feel not cheap. So you know, we have all kinds of stuff, you know, whether it's cutting boards for the kitchen or drinkware. It's got to have a really just an eclectic, but, you know, quality feel to it. We try to keep away from anything that's low quality. Are, are you a funny guy and, and are you naturally snarky in your own personality or is that just more of the personality of the brand? Yeah, I kind of grew up kind of just being around the people that are jokesters. I'm from New York, so everyone's got to kind of keep on your toes and kind of be a wise guy. My own humor resonates through the community because we listen to our customers more than I do my own. I, that's one piece of advice I got. Just because you like it doesn't mean everyone else is going to like it. So you kind of got to wear two hats um, and, and see see things through two lenses. But the funny stuff is, is fortunately, the neighborhood comes to expect some of the, the stuff. Whether, whether you, fortunately or unfortunately, if it's got a curse word on it, curse word on it, it usually sells pretty pretty fast. Really? Uh, oh, like wow. Yeah. I, 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 and I guess so, a question, because sometimes, do the customers kind of determine that you have to take some things away? We completely pride ourselves on being part of the neighborhood and part of the community. Anything that's kind of offensive and that could be offensive and like just language-wise, we keep try to keep high above where the kids can't see it. Feedback I take, whether it's someone sees something somewhere else they'd like for us to carry, or if there's something they don't really like. I remember one time we have these desk signs that have funny say some of them are, are pretty vulgar. And I had them in the window. And then a parent had emailed and said, you know, um, it's probably not the best thing to have in the window. Everyone's kind of stopping by. And I agreed. And immediately I took it out of the window because it, you know, we don't need to offend the community. They're, they're our lifeblood. And we're consider ourselves a true neighborhood shop. So we want to listen to our customers. The audience about how people are utilizing the chump silver paper. Oh, and yeah, also, yeah. I mean, and also describe it because I just thought it was the worst. I, I think it would be helpful for people to get a context of the actual weather. I mean, now that Trump's kind of out of the bill, he's going to be probably back in the picture. But now that he's at, I'd say 96% of DC did not vote for Trump. And so that's another thing I've got to listen to my customers. They don't like Trump. So there's a product that was our bestseller for his entire presidency, which is Trump toilet paper. And it's real toilet paper with his face on it. And the idea of it was people are going to you know, wipe their butt with it. And uh, I think a funny story I was talking to you offline about was when lots of people I knew would buy the Trump toilet paper and go to visit people's houses that they were friends or family with. They just, they go to the bathroom and then they sneak a, a roll t- toilet paper on, on their, uh, into their bathroom without them knowing about it. So they got a kick out of hearing that. That's how, I've heard that story on several occasions. So I think it was a, uh, a pretty regular process for people to do as a joke. In mind, because I think the Trump toilet paper could be interesting for gift giving, especially. So with with the help, I think right now, a lot about weddings, because the pandemic has put off many weddings, and then there's Christmas coming up. Well, do you have any tips for shopping for weddings right now, or, or you know, items to buy? I mean, I don't know if people are buying Trump toilet paper for weddings, but I mean, what are your thoughts for shopping for weddings right now? Yeah, weddings are always fun to shop for. And I think one piece of advice I give to people is, is don't, we don't have customized you know, stuff, but I'd say people don't really want stuff that says their names on it or, or their wedding year. You know, they want something that they can use all the time. And if it's got like Tom and Jane got married on December of some, it, it's nice for the, for a day or two. And then it kind of, it sits in the closet. So you just, 
I'd say get something that's either that they can use. You know, one of my favorite things to recommend is, is in, we have a couple of newlywed cookbooks. Ooh. You know, all the newlyweds need to cook. So there's some really interesting cookbooks out there. And these are geared for newlyweds. So they're easy and quick. So you don't have to spend a lot of time and confusion in the kitchen. You know, we've got a, cutting boards have been really popular for weddings. It's just kitchen stuff and then drinkware. You know, there's a there are funny mugs and cups that we have that say, you know, one, one mug says Mrs. Or it says it's like a take on a Mr. and Mrs. So one mug's Mr. and one mug is Mrs. But then they go a step further and on the Mrs. And it says Mrs. Always, Mrs. Always Right. <laughs> so it's kind of funny, you know, I mean, people like that. So I'd say you know, in that vein, those are probably the ways to go there. Yeah, and I, I think I'd like and to in terms of holidays, you have a question about holiday as well? Yeah, I guess on that same thing, what about the holidays? Because I think every, but that's what I like about yours. You have to worry about fitting and coloring. You can give people items or a cookbook or a, a funny little stuffed animal or something. So you don't really have to worry about, oh, does it fit? What color is it? Because it's something that's really independent of those things. But what are your thoughts for like Christmas shopping? Because I think people probably want to get a jump on it this year, possible items for, you know, friends and family or popular items um, that you can speak of. Yeah, sure. I talk a little bit about all that. So in terms of getting in early, there's always a good idea because there's only so much I can carry. I don't have a storeroom and there's only so much inventory I can have. And then with the COVID situation has reduced inventory companies. And so there's only a finite number of things out there. So I'd say get your shopping done early because if you see it on the shelf and you're thinking about it and you come back the next day or a week later, it might be gone. Wow. Um, but um, some of the more popular things that say that people come, especially to our store with, are that there's several candle companies that do an amazing job with their holiday candles. Um, they're really classy looking. They're in the mid price range and they, they smell amazing. Some of my favorites, there's a new one. There's two companies that really, really stand out. Times has one scent called Fraser fur and that's the only scent that i carry from them and that's people just seek that that scent out uh, and there's different vessels it's in it just smells like a, like a christmas tree oh. and then another company called illume does this three they do their own version of the fir tree which is amazing and then there's one that's that has like a burning wood fireplace smell which is my favorite it is burning and you feel like you're got a little distant scent of a fire burning in the woods and then they have a new one this year called North Star, and they did such a nice job with the colorway and the scent. Um, you can't go wrong with the candle because candles are perishable. You just you put them in, you light them, and if that person doesn't like them after they light them, they're done with it. Sometimes they can keep the vessel, but they're great gifts to, to give. Some of my favorite local stuff, you know, stemless wine glasses and rocks glasses oh, wow. that, that have the DC map on it. Ooh, you know, like they're that. clear and they have it, the, the, the DC maps. Um, if you're trying to give a gift to somebody that's, you know, having a baby or has a baby, that's been really popular on the holidays is because it's red also with white letters. It's a, it's a onesie, a baby onesie that says someone in DC loves me. And uh, what, what a great, that's another local guy makes those for us. And then the desk calendars are always easy, especially if you have to give somebody something for the office or just a friend, you don't want to spend a lot of money on 2022 desk calendars. All con- We have so many, there's, uh, we're going to have so many and they're ordered there. You know, there's some, is there some nice ones that are have like simple vintage cats or, you know, themes like that, like drink themes, vintage dogs oh, wow. or cityscapes. But so there's some funny ones, just a variety. Shakespeare's insults and things like that. Yeah, all kinds. Snoopy's greatest quotes or life according to Snoopy. You know, oh. There's a lot of fun, fun things. So these are really easy, easy gifts to give. And, and I don't know anybody that hasn't liked them. So that's kind of a good sample of some of the things that I've seen over the past few years, which I like as well, but the customers like them just as much. Yeah, I definitely would like to hear what Snoopy has <laughs> to say about life. And then like that Shakespeare one. Who would have thought Shakespeare? As with every, you mentioned the pandemic, you know, th- could you share with us a little bit of the magic that's coming up this year as we close it out, Urban Dwell, now that, you know, DC is opening back up and all, you know, some of the magic is half coming back the way it used to be. 
Yeah, it's great to see that the store, the doors are opened up, people are coming in, the products that are coming in, you know, we try to keep things interesting for people and have something new on the shelf all the time. So there's a, a constant rotation of, of things. It's always part of magic. And, and when you get lost in a store, it's a very inviting store. You walk, it's kind of, it's kind of a, almost a sensory overload when you walk in, really stock the stores for the holidays with lots of orders coming in. Every day there's something new coming mm -hmm. in and you, you kind of, we just kind of let people, we say hello to folks and let them let them browse and we leave them alone unless they have questions because they really just like to get lost in the merchandise. There's so many, so many gems and, and funny things to find in the store, you know, with the holidays coming and the new product coming in. Uh, now that things are opened up and I can order stuff again, it's, it's, it's exciting time. So a little birdie told me about an upcoming event called Adam's Morgan Day. And it's been a great event. It's been actually been one for 40 years. It's volunteer led. Um, could you share a little bit about what, what Adam's Morgan Day is and some of the magic that has happened, you know, over your years of participating with the it's a, it's a, just a, a local neighborhood event that, that brings people in from all over the city. It's just something where the community can get together and, and just have, spend a day outside from like, to, from noon to, to 6 p.m., 7 p.m. Businesses will be running specials all over the neighborhood. They'll, a lot of them will have kiosks or tables set outside their store with, with drink specials and discount specials. There's in-person activities taking place in the parks and plazas around the neighborhood for kids and adults. There's music and games and things. Um, there are information booths if people need to find out where the maps are and where the you know, discounts are. Calorama Park and in Marie Reed Community Center section, there are information booths set up that we can find stuff. And it's something called the Virtual Dance Plaza. I'm not sure exactly what that's all about, but they just really get creative in trying to make things fun for folks. Okay. And as Urban Dwell uh, offering something special or some type of deals, you want to let our friends of the podcast in or just listeners in on the inside scoop of what well, was sure. yeah, we always do we always try to do something uh, last couple of years we offered 10 percent, 15 percent off of dc themed merchandise just to keep the kind of local theme coming so we'll definitely have that and then i'm trying to get creative and, and i'm going to sit down with my manager this week and come up with an additional one so stay tuned you can come in for the dc theme discount but there'll be another discount out there if you want to make your way out check it out in person so would you um how would you recommend that they be aware of because I, I really love your instagram account so if you want to shout out your instagram manager i think they do a lot of fun there and then also should they follow you on instagram for the other special and what about for adam's morning day is there an account that they should follow to find out to keep up to date with all the magic that happens for adam's morning day yeah all the i kind of handed off my social media accounts to um, one of our employees, Lindsay Laviero. She does a great job. I've gotten within a week of her taking over the account. I've got people asking me, who's doing your social media? It's great. <laughs> so she does a great job for us. Our handle is Urban Dwell DC. That's on Instagram and on social media. Um, you can see also see some of our Instagram posts on our website, which just got, I think today was the first day we have our new website up. We just hired someone to revamp our website. So www.urbandwelldc.com. And then any specials that we have, and even the neighborhood, uh, Lindsay does a good job of, of announcing those on our social media channels. There is the um, Adams Morgan Day website. I think it's just, if you type in Adams Morgan Day on uh, your browser, you'll, it'll come up with information, specials, and maps for the, the, the events that are going on that day. And what tips do you have? And it's actually this coming Sunday, so we know, uh, folks know it's coming up this Sunday, so it'll be here on the 12th. And so well, that, that's a good, good segue. What tips do you have for locals and visitors to enjoy Adam's Morgan Day this year? Ways to get there, things to see and eat and do. What do you, what do you recommend to, to have the most fun from? 
if you can't walk there, it definitely metro there. It gets busy. Uh, I wouldn't want to drive up there. There's not very much parking and, and the streets are going to be filled with folks. I would just say, you know, make a day of it. Get up there early, have lunch, um, browse around, take advantage of some of the specials and take in some of the local music because um, that's real, real good. And, and of course, I got to put a plug out for just keeping safe out there. You know, I've got kids and, and we had impact with the business. So I always try to, you know, support what people are doing with the masks and and as much as I hate wearing them, we wear them in the store and we wear them around when we can just to kind of keep everybody safe. Um, it's going to be kind of packed out there. So maybe put a mask on while you're browsing through and, and checking out the local scene and some of the local food. Thank you so much. And then where can we find you online and offline and all the masks? And also shout out to, I think, to the young lady who lives who's on Instagram because she does a great job and it's so enjoyable. Um, so where can we find you online yeah. and offline with all the magic? Yeah, so we just talked about the uh, the social media stuff. Offline, we're at you know 1837 Columbia Road Northwest, so we're right out right there. Um, we're on Yelp, so you can find us on Yelp. We've got such great reviews on Yelp. I really love the the folks that that really post. That helps a lot. I get a lot of customers in for Yelp. Um, we already talked about the social media channels. All of our handles are Urban Dwell DC. You know, Facebook we have a page. You know, Urban Dwell DC. So we're all over the place. And, and uh, as I browse around to some Adams Morgan's guides and stuff, I always see our name out there. People always flag us as a great gift shop to visit. And so appreciate all those journalists out there and writers out there that really find something special at Urban Dwell and, and decide to write about us. Well, thank you. It's definitely well deserved. You have a lot, a lot of awesome gifts. You, you clearly care and put a lot of thought into everything you care. So once again, it was great to have you. I hope everyone comes out um, one day to your store and, and the fun and Adam's Morgan and Adam's Morgan Day. It seems like there's a lot going on. So thank you so much. Thank you so much. It was a lot of fun. Yes. So once again, everyone, thank you for tuning in um, to the DC Metro 3. Please follow us on Instagram, TikTok, as well as Instagram, TikTok, and Facebook. We'll also be sharing all the awesomeness that's happening in the neighborhood and at the store. So once again, uh, thank you so much, Tom. Thank you for uh,